Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Little in front of 11 a.m. on a live imaging Tuesday with Travis and Sleep. Lit. Anytime you can play the kink. That's good. MJ. And there's Slee running back to the studio. Meanwhile, if you're watching on YouTube, you I like how a lot of people comment on the chat on YouTube. I don't often get into the chat, but yesterday I was in the chat. And? I was waiting for the, the hook. Anyway, um, I like when people are commenting, oh, is that Emily walking? Is that is that Lindsay walking by? Oh, we see Mace out of the corner. Like, it's funny that people are so invested, and I love that. So, by the way, you can join the chat. You could search ESPN LA on YouTube and... Uh, a little before 11 o'clock on a live imaging Tuesday with Travis and Sliwa. By the way, Lakers celebration Wednesday all day long right here on 710 ESPN. Today's Tuesday. Celebration Tuesday. Well, it's a celebration tomorrow, too. You're mistaken, D. It's game five. <laughs> game five tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. So, more of Travis and Sliwa right now on 710. <laughs> you guys threw me for a second. <laughs> well, so now you know what it feels like, right? Now you're all frustrated. Well, because I had like a Twitter bit in my mind that we were going to do. Yeah. Because on Twitter, you know, the, the blue checkmark thing is popping off. And Christopher Holmes, big fan, says, CMM Spectrum, that's me, toying with people and their blue check marks, like Don Fanucci, toying with the Little Italy neighborhood <laughs> businesses circa 1919. So, Don Morales has a ring to it. But you- here's the thing. So at this moment, producer Emily has the blue check mark. Yeah. yeah, I do. <laughs> So there you go. Was that your was that your evil laugh? I was gonna say that That was the nicest the nicest evil laugh I've ever heard. Did not send the uh, cold shiver down my spine. Now more of Travis and Sliwa right now. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Um, apparently my Roger Clemens sounds like Will Ferrell because we got we got a couple of those. Mm. Uh, You're my boy, Blue. K Marsh says, "Why does Trav sound like Clemens? Sounding like Will Ferrell." Uh, Travs sounds like uh, Will Ferrell in old school. And then there's Mooks says, your vet Messi is your best voice. It's Al's show. I know he doesn't like Messi, so I didn't do it. You're good. Right? I, I just, what about I'm, Candace? I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm pretty good. Can- she's Candace not a celebrity, is a good though. one, but she's not. Thank yeah. you very much. I was just going to say, Candace, you have to be What's out late at night. That's not a good one at all. That's Brad Pitt. Yeah, that wasn't good at all. Yeah. <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> Her Jersey thing, like when that thing comes in out of did nowhere. Did he have a Jersey accent in He did it, but she had a Jersey accent there. Just What's love- in the box? <laughs> better. Better. You're a, you're a I can't fo- do the next line. No, no. <laughs> you don't want to do the next line. But as a blue checkmark person, maybe you could do whatever you'd like. Yeah, exactly. You, you I have just, no rules today. <laughs> just let it all hang out and Wah-ha-ha. it's all good. So I'm, I'm trying to find... Okay. A new way, a different way, to talk about Anthony Davis's erratic performances, mm-hmm. his 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 erratic availability, and and he played a lot of minutes last night. It's not like he 42. missed time. Yeah. He, he he was out there um, for the vast majority of the game. I think only LeBron played more minutes. I think was the only person last night. 
Um, 45. Yeah. Clutch bucket at the end. He had some big, big blocks. He, he had some big moments where he did step up. He, he really did. He has 19 but, blocks in the series. But what you're talking about, M, mm-hmm. and, and what you described is that is the description of a role player. Hey, he made a big bucket in an important time. He had a nice block uh, on jaw at the end of regulation. Like Austin and, Reeves. Right. And, and, and that's fine, but he's not a role player. He's the second, if not the most important person on this team. And, and, He's the second most important because LeBron James showed why he's still LeBron James last night. But is it, do we all just need to kind of get where I am, which is this is life with Anthony Davis on your team, that you're going to have many, many days where you're like, we're going to go win the title. Yeah. And then you're going to have many, many days where it's, what the hell's Pretty going cool. on over there? So not like this. I think um, there's a difference of – I think if it's three out of four nights – he gives you three out of four games where you say, okay, hey, AD wasn't great, but that was a that was a productive night for Anthony Davis. We've got two out of four in the first round. That's more of a problem. That I think it can't be a 50% shot. Now listen, John said this a couple days ago, and, and we can make this argument. That's okay. That what AD does on the defensive side, nobody's undervaluing what he does on the defensive side. He's got 19 blocks in four games. Yeah. However, but he's not Dikembe Mutombo, right? He's not just a guy that's going to sit there and block shots and do nothing else. But however, it you're not it's almost disrespecting Anthony Davis and his skill set yeah. if you're not also saying, yeah, but AD is do you see how smooth he can be on the offensive end? You see how he could dominate a game? You can't have a 31 and 17 and then have a 12 and 11. That's such a drastic difference. So I'm going to go with what you just said. Should we just accept this is what it is? The I variance think, is insane. I think you can accept, hey, he had three good games, and then he had a game where it was like, AD, where were you? Okay. He had two and a half good games, and then the third game was like, eh, it was all right. Not 50%. You can't be, I had, I've played two good games in this series. I've played two bad games in this series. That's not going to get it done the further you go. That's not, even against Memphis, if Lakers lost this game last night, let's say Braun shoots that shot or or Dylan Brooks or Desmond Bain um, collapse on Braun and he has to kick it to Rui or Austin Reeves and they miss one of those shots. Right. And now the series is tied to a piece. It's not like, that could easily have been the case. Lakers won the game. They're up 3-1. But you're trying to look at this big picture because you're only in the first round. The competition is going to get better. The competition is going to get smarter. And better, smarter, more disciplined, I would argue better Better coaching. Yeah. Yeah. All of these things. The further you go, the better all that stuff gets. And the margins that they're working with right now are survivable, but they're not by a ton. You know, other than game three where they put it on him, those other three games could have gone either way. Those other games were tight games that – both teams right, made a bunch of mistakes absolutely. in, and there's there's an alternate universe where it's 2-2 or 3-1 Memphis, and Anthony and can, Davis' can I just say, inconsistency just at, I think is a big part of why. Some, some of the things that you say about, hey, bad teams find ways to lose, or yep. I, I don't want to put that just on Memphis, young teams find Fair. ways to lose. They're not getting younger as you go on. You could say, okay, well, Sacramento's younger. Sacramento at least is proving against the Golden State Warriors. We go toe-to-toe. We go to toe-to-toe with the defending champs. Um, 
that we will execute at the end of games, that we have enough players that maybe have been there, done it. Mike Brown has been around for a long time. So there's a little bit of that, what the Mem- the, the mistakes that the Memphis Grizzlies make that you can get away with in this round, mm-hmm. you're going to have less margin for error when you, when you move forward. And I think that's... We're talking about this not from a first-round matchup. We're talking about this more from a sure. big-picture perspective. What's coming next? And, and we're putting the cart a little bit ahead of the horse because they still need to win one more game, but they're going to. What is it? It's like 95%, 95% of the time 95. that a team up 3-1 cashes this out. You think that 95% applies to the Heat over the uh, over the Milwaukee so funny. Bucks? I was telling, because I don't. It's so funny you say yeah. that. I'm telling Funches yesterday, we're talking about Miami-Milwaukee. And I said, hey, you pick – Give me which one. I'll take the Bucks. I'll still take the Bucks with that five percent chance. Ninety five percent. I know it's it's a lot, but if you said to me, create a scenario where you will pick a team down three one, it would look Just, a lot like this. That Give one. me the best player in the league. Give me a team that has been kind of weird through the first couple of games. Took a superhuman performance from another guy to win Game Four the way that Jimmy Butler did last night. But yeah, that that still feels like there's a lot. The Lakers are best player on the team. Do, do Say again, him. But Giannis is also coming off of injury. True, early but, in they, the but they should have won that game yesterday. They should have won up, that they game. Were but they were up nine or ten. They were up nine or ten. But they let him back in. The heat, 100%. the heat are the heat are, uh, are scary good. Um, do you remember when Lakers were playing the Heat in the finals? Yeah, and Jimmy Butler would have one I of those games, you. and you're like, Al, look at the type of game he has to have for them to win one or two or whatever it right. was. Right. The the scary part about that is. All Jimmy's got to do is do it one more time sure. in three more tries. Right. No, it's not done, but it's close. And and it's <laughs> Jimmy still Butler certainly can't. I, you I still take Milwaukee. We, I'm even you, though I I'm checkmarkless, I still think that that's the right call. I'm going to piggyback your checkmark to the Milwaukee Bucks. I want to go back to AD for a second. More of your phone calls coming up in a bit. 877-710-ESPN. We haven't asked this question in a long time with regard to Anthony Davis. We've just kind of accepted that he has good nights and bad nights and the the bad ones seem to be showing up with increased frequency during the end of the regular season he didn't have a lot of bad ones yeah. right there, there were a few but it was more typical it was more you know Kawhi Leonard has a bad night LeBron has a bad night Steph has a bad night he was kind of in the same not, maybe not exactly like that but close enough why 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 are we back to what we're back to, which is good one, bad one, good one, bad one, good one, bad one. You know, you hold your breath that he's hurt. And it just seems like the frequency has gone back to the you just never know. Whereas before it was, yeah, you pretty good sense that you're going to get a good game out of Anthony Davis. Why are we back to this again? It's a simple question that I don't have an answer for. Why the wildly different performances from one of the most talented players in the league. So, and this isn't the reason why, but I'll just kind of give a perspective what I noticed during the game. Um, It's smart for the Memphis Grizzlies to say, guys, we got to throw two guys at him, three guys at him. Let's just, as as long as he gets rid of the ball, if Rui Hachimura is going to keep hitting shots, then we might have to die with Rui Hachimura hitting big shots. If if D'Angelo Russell is going to go off and hit three threes in a row, we might have to die with D'Angelo Russell doing that. What they don't want to have happen is Anthony Davis is – he's more of the wild card for the Lakers. If Anthony Davis has a good game, the chances of the Lakers winning that game is very, very likely. It's very, very sure. likely. But if we can just force other guys to beat us – now, this is the problem with that. 
That's not that much different than what is Giannis that what, is that what's happening? Embiid, Joker, okay. what all these other guys. Put, okay. st- stop right there. Because I, as I watch these games, mm-hmm. I'm not getting the sense that every defensive possession for the Memphis Grizzlies is predicated on stopping Anthony Davis. Occasionally, sure, they throw a double at him and these sorts of things. But this is not... Hey, we've got a problem over here. We have to throw everything we can at him to stop him the way that you would with a Jimmy Butler or a Steph. When Stay, he with gets going like that, Stay with right? the bigs. Stay with the bigs. Giannis. Yeah. Giannis. Yeah. Like these guys that every time down the floor, it's where's Giannis? Where's Jokic? Where's Embiid? We got, occasionally, sure, but I don't think that the Grizzlies are in their meeting room saying, we have to double in anybody but Anthony Davis. I don't get that sense. Well, Do you? I get it a little bit of the sense, only because of what we just said. If AD has a night where he has 31 and 15, Lakers probably win the game. So there is a little bit of just, can we find a way to take AD out of it or get him out of his comfort zone? But here's where AD does not help himself. AD is also, okay, you're throwing two at me, or there's a guy kind of leaning over. You know what Anthony Davis does? He kind of then just hangs around. AD is not the type of player that's like, okay, we're going to find a way. Give me the ball. Now I know if a double team's coming, I'm facing the basket. Either I'm shooting this 18-footer, I'm getting to the basket, I'm going to get to the free throw line. Sometimes there's a, I get what you want to do, but it doesn't matter what you want to do. I'm still going to get mine. That doesn't happen with Anthony Davis. That doesn't happen often enough with Anthony Davis. Let's try a quick one here. Let's go to Orange County and Martin. Martin, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Martin? Hey, Travis Lee, man. You guys are two of the best. I love your show. One of us is. Um, one thing. With Anthony Davis, man, I get it, and I think maybe he's a victim of his own success, and maybe he set the bar a little too high for himself. Because if we were talking about any other player – who was getting like 11 rebounds, 10 points, and a few blocks and keeping the middle like he does, we'd be saying, oh, man, that dude's great. You compared him. You said he's a role – that's role player numbers. And then you said, oh, he's not Dikembe Mutombo. Dikembe Mutombo wasn't a role player. That guy was one of the best defensive players the NBA ever seen. So if Anthony Davis can play both sides of the ball, yes. Martin, Martin here's the problem. Here's the problem. Martin, here's the problem. Dikembe Mutombo was Dikembe Mutombo because that's all he could do. It's not like Dikembe Mutombo can face up and take an 18-foot jumper. Shoot three. It's not like Dikembe <laughs> could take a three. It's not like Dikembe could get the ball in the low post and dominate. The problem is if we're saying, let's just use as an example, if we're saying, hey, you're putting too much stake on Anthony Davis, he set the bar too high. Yeah. Why we, Why would we bring the bar down? He is that kind of a that, player. That's the point, right, that he is not – a defensive specialist. He is one of the most talented players in the NBA. There's a difference between those two things. There's a difference between I can affect the game defensively with block shots, which he has done, and I'm one of the best two-way guys in the league, which is what we thought we were getting when they went and made that trade for him, which is what you see pretty regularly, or at least regularly enough to think, I would like to see it more often. Right, that this is Kawhi Leonard, this is LeBron James. These are these guys that play both ends of the floor, and LeBron maybe a little bit less than he used to. He's not a yeah. he, he's not a I'm gonna give you seven points a night and block ten shots. He's a guy that could average twenty eight a night. He's a guy that can average twenty a night and give you the five blocks and shoot some threes and run the floor and handle the ball. He's one of those guys. So if you want to measure him against other defensive specialists, sure, then he's probably hitting the mark. If you're measuring him against what he frequently is, then he frequently isn't as good as he should be. And there, there's a huge gap between those two. Yeah, I, I'd rather 
leave the bar where it is and see if he can meet it, then lower the bar. Yeah, no question about it. All right, Dodgers back at it tonight against the, and this is not a typo, the best team in the National League, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Oof. Tony Gonsolin getting ready to make his first start of the season, and the Angels, they're hilarious. A little baseball when we do it next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Lakers with a big win last night. Um, got a chance to close it out tomorrow. Yep. Uh, they need a lot more out of AD. We'll talk more about that coming up in just a little bit. We got some phone calls uh, that we want to get into as well. 877-710-ESPN. Um, just very quickly want to, to, to throw this one out here, Slee, because obviously watching Lakers last night. Do you have the um, notification? Do you have the MLB app on your phone? I do not know. Okay. So the MLB app allows you to set it up. You can get notified for as many teams as you want. If there's a yep. lead change, a scoring run, pitching change, whatever, you can set it up. However I only have the A's on mine. It, I get. I do have the A's on mine. I have the A's, the Padres, the Dodgers, the Angels, the Giants. I have all the National League West teams and then one or two more because I like some other teams. Yeah. So Angels and A's last night. A's jump out to a big lead. It's like, A's? A's are terrible. And the game, game goes back and forth. And ultimately, the A's end up beating the Angels. Mm-hmm. Um in extra innings. 11-10 like or yeah. 10 or whatever it was. 11-10. It yeah. was a S show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just very quickly. Let me just say, just give me a word or two that comes to mind. Let me lay this out and then just tell me what you would think of about an organization that behaves like this. Okay. <laughs> the Oakland A's coming into last night's game had won four games. Mm-hmm. The Kansas City Royals coming into their series against the Angels over the weekend had won four games. They now both have five wins because they were able to win that game. The Oakland A's are 2-2 two and two against the Angels this year. They're three and sixteen against the rest of Major League Baseball. Um, styles make fights. Okay, they have given up ten or more runs ten times. They had this is all A's. They have they have a run differential of minus one hundred and two runs, which means it's imperfect. On average, they lose by five runs a game. Okay, they've played twenty three games. They've given up one hundred and two more runs than they've scored. That's roughly. It's not perfect. Roughly, they lose by five runs a game. Okay. The Angels have seven blown saves in 23 games. They have two and five record against those teams. This is a team that everybody and their brother knows Shohei Otani's got one foot out the door if they can't find a way to put a good team together. Everybody and their brother knows that this team can't pitch. Guess why they lost last night? Guess why they've lost these games? Because their bullpen can't close it out. What's the word that comes to mind when you think about an organization that does these things together? 
Um, I'm going to say idiots is a little too hard. <laughs> That's real close to where I was going. Um, Let, maybe not quite as pointed, but same yeah. ballpark. Dumb? I still like idiots a little more. I feel like idiots <laughs> a little. It's a little rougher. Lost, lost is good. Maybe that that that's probably a little nicer. But yeah, yeah. I'll I'll go with lost. Yeah, I, man, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. I did not know they blown seven games, and the worst part about that is you got chances to win at the end. You got opportunities to. Their look, lineup's better than it's been in a while. Look at the difference of, I think, what are they now, 11 and 12, something like that. Let's say you win half of those games. Let's give them the benefit and say you got four more wins because you've blown three state, uh, three saves instead of seven. The difference of four wins in just 20, 21 games is everything. And it does look like that trend is going in the right direction. It obviously looks like, hey, yeah, if you've already same if you've problem. already lost this many games based on your pitching towards the end, your bullpen, everything else, that's going to get better. When's the last time you heard bullpen's only going to get stronger? Why? <laughs> Why? Well, we just feel like over time. The more that we pitch them, the better that they'll no. get. The more fatigue that we can put on them, the more difficult taxing innings. More we can innings, put more saves. We figure a lot of high Damn. leverage situations in April will really benefit us come <laughs> September and October. Yeah, that probably not a thing. The, the craziest part about it is this, and Otani has been so good for them so far. When he pitches, they win. He, he's he's amazing. But every day, another one of these go by. And every day you're in that mix of this is the same old mix. The more, and I'm already 99% certain he's going somewhere else. I don't want to ever say ever, but I think it's as close to ever as you can get. Just leave that alone. How do you look at him when it comes time to negotiate and say, we'd really love to keep you and here's why? How do you, with a straight face, make that negotiation with him when he has been on the record as saying over and again, hey, man, I just want to win? You saw what it looked like when he was with competent teammates and an organization with team japan and how about the way he led to how and, about the speech going into the championship all of it yeah all of it he's that guy and he's looking around and he sees mike trout is a good player and he sees some other guys their, their lineup is better right but you're looking around. i've been here six years and it's the same problem we had the other five we're having it all over again these guys are really trying to talk to me about staying how can they do that it's it, it's so actually discouraging that it's not even really a conversation. I think you could have a conversation. You're almost if you're trying to make a pitch. If you're pers- if you're the person making a pitch, you're already in your own head telling yourself, "Yeah, this ain't gonna happen. It's just not. The writing's on the wall." And even if the writing was on the wall, Trav, a year ago, even if it was on the wall um, a little bit earlier than that, you could kind of try to tell yourself, "Maybe we could turn around. Maybe we could turn around." The Angels are playing baseball right now exactly like the Angels have played baseball for the last couple of years. So if you've had the warning sign, if you had the, no, I think we could turn it around, the only, only lifeline that you had was in the offseason when they thought Artie Moreno was going to sell the team. And people were ecstatic. People were, I, I mean, that's actually, it's, it's you couldn't have scripted it any worse. That, that even came up. And there was some hope. And even if you're, even if you're Shohei Otani and you're you're telling yourself, you know what, I'm loyal. I want to stay with this franchise. If they're going to get a new owner and they could put together something that makes it look like we're heading in the right direction, mm-hmm. and then Artie Moreno comes back and says, no, I'm not selling. 
the same person that has screwed up this franchise for X amount of years, it's that back. has has <laughs> been in the mix this entire time, that has uh, been a part of decisions where somebody wasn't just out there, a baseball person was out there to make their own call on things. No, no, I'm back. I'm staying here. And then just have the, the start of the season. Yeah, that's that's it, it, it's basically it's, and it's just not, a matter of time. And they're not a bad team. That's what so it does feel like they're at least the bones of a pretty good team, at least offensively there. They just have not been able to address that one thing. And, you know, I, I keep going back and forth like tr- they should have traded Otani a year ago. They absolutely should have. They should start fielding phone calls for him as soon as they possibly can to see what else is out there. Mm. But I keep coming back to the same thing. Do they even know what they're getting back? Do 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 they have the right people to say, "No, I want him, not him. I'll take him, not him." That whatever they do seems to kind of blow up in their face. Mm. So at this point, I know you're, something's better than nothing, but wouldn't it at least be the benefit of the remainder of this season to say, "Look, I know he's leaving, but we're going to just bleed him to best we can to take our one in a million shot to see what happens. Maybe we get hot at the right time and just keep him because." Whatever the the transaction ultimately ends up being, it's probably going to be a disaster. So discouraging that the way you laid it out, Kansas City, the way you laid it out against Oakland, what happens when you actually play some good competition? What happens when you play the Rangers X amount of times? (laughs) Emily and I were talking about this this morning. The A's are on pace to shatter the record for worst team ever. The worst team ever, the the 1962 Mets, lost 120 games. That was a 25% winning percentage. The Angels are at 21%. Or the A's, excuse me. Wouldn't you just rather want to do that than, I mean, if you're going to go out, go out. <laughs> just get run over. Yeah. They're, but they're, they are. Be remembered for Vegas. something. They're, you want to pitch tomorrow night? I bet you the A's would let you if you ask nicely. <laughs> Tell them that you have a blue check mark, that you've been working out at the local Little League. Field. What's the difference between seven blown saves and eight? One. <laughs> That's all. One more. You, yeah, you're not asking to come out of the pen. No. You just want to you want to start along the way. Let's try a phone call here. Let's go to Lake Elsinore and Dominic. Dominic, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey guys. I, I I don't even know what to say at this point. And I'm a lifelong Angels fan since I was I was T ball playing Angels all the way. I'm at the point now where I'm watching this team. We don't know what we're going to get, but and it, we got to rip our own hearts out, and we got to figure out how to trade Otani for exactly what you guys have been saying. We need pitching. That's been the the kind of the, the what's been hurting us for so long, and it just this just proves the point of why teams like San Diego go out and dump all these loads of all these loads of money to get pitching because it doesn't matter how many bats you have on the team, you just can't overcome bad pitching. And that, that's just all I want to say. We got to get, we got to trade Otani, and it sucks. It's the worst, but we've got to do what we can to get everything back. Here, here's, you know what, I, I, you know I what sucks? What he just yeah, said. Go ahead, Slee. Is the trade Otani that even if they trade him, you have no confidence in the organization. Well, go, go, go with what you were saying. None. No, it, it, it's that. It, it's that's exactly what I was getting at. Is, Why would it change? Look. I think Perry Manassian, their GM, is pretty good. I, I think that he has been pretty good at not doing that thing. Remember the Artie Moreno article that came out right before the start yeah. of the season? Well, I, Trey Turner. Well, it's like, no, dude. We need to build an organization. Let's get three players. Not- we need to mm-hmm. get a bunch of pretty good guys, not one. Ex- we already have the two best guys in the league, and we don't win more than we lose. So I think he does a good job. The, the question that I have is, and I don't know if it comes from higher than him or lower than him, because higher than him has been there a long time, and some of the pieces lower than him have been there for a while as well. The Angels draft a bunch of pitchers. 
right? That you look at their drafts over the last few years, it's incredibly pitcher heavy because everybody knows that they need pitching, right? The problem is, how many of those guys develop into good major league mm. pitchers? It's not just picking the guys, it's developing them. Look at what the Dodgers, they didn't sign Julio Diaz. He becomes a star. You draft Dustin May. He's on his on the verge sure. of becoming a number one pitcher. Yep. Tony Gonsolin, a yep. little bit further down on the yeah. draft, you got him. You've got Gavin Stone. You've got Pepio. You've got all of these guys that were drafted by the Dodgers that come in that develop into but major that, league is, pitchers. Is that not the difference? The difference is you could today take the front office out of the Dodgers, go put them in Anaheim, mm -hmm. have them go run the Angels, take the front office with Artie Moreno to go run the Dodgers. Give it two years. The lines cross. The Give it the two years. Cross. And that, that's, the, that's the, at the end of the day, Trav, it always starts at the top. Every business, every company, how are your kids? What are your parents doing to teach those kids? It all starts at the top. And for the Angels, that's what's most discouraging for somebody who's an Angels fan. Why is it going to change? Why are they not going to go draft pitchers and not develop them? Even if they go out and trade Shohei Otani and get some good talent back, that talent can only do so much. It starts at the top. And, and I, yes. I hate to say that, but I feel like it's a dead end wherever you look with the Angels. Very quickly on this, and then we're going to go to factor cap. The fact of the matter is, and this is not an I told you so, but it's a perfect representation, Tyler Anderson's pitched terribly for the Angels this year. Just terribly, right? And I don't think he's a terrible pitcher. I think he'll figure it out for the most part. But this is the point. This is a guy that's been in the league for nearly 10 years. He had one good year. With the Dodgers. With the Dodgers. Because they know how to take that. We're going to do that. We're going to do it like this. Trust us. This works. This works. He goes out there. He was awesome. He's an all-star caliber player. Yeah. He goes over here and right back to the other 10 years. It's not a coincidence. They picked the wrong guys. They can't fix the right guys. The Dodgers can look, Justin, yep, come on over here. We, we know what to do with this. Tyler Anderson, come on. Noah Syndergaard has not been great this year. He's pitched four times. Three of them have been pretty good. He was available to anybody. The Angels had him last year. He was terrible. He ended up on the Phillies where he was okay. Hmm. This is what they do right on down the line. Otani should have a one-way ticket. I don't know if you fly from Anaheim to L.A., but I don't think he's good. Helicopter, I don't think he needs to do limo, that. If Kendall car, Jenner can take a helicopter for like not? 45 minutes, you know, <laughs> he can take it. Yeah, maybe he's maybe he's more eco friendly. Maybe he'll take. Yeah. Is like that a, the is that the mom? By the way, no, Kendall is the daughter. Okay, I believe Chris, I believe Chris is the mother. Yes, okay, the mother. she saw her yesterday. Yeah, she oh, was yeah? in the media room. How was that? Yeah, was unbelievable. Did you chat her up? Yeah, just said. <laughs> How are Tell you? Her how much you enjoy the show? Yep, and I, blue I, check she's actually the momager, so that's what her name is. I asked Mom her. Here, right? I told her, "Hey, help yourself," and I pointed to the food <laughs> as if I was she grabbed as out if of I it was with working hands, there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Factor cap coming Great up next. To connect with her. <laughs> it's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, Alan. How you doing today? How's, how's the show going? Checkmark Slee and yeah. Checkmark Emily. <laughs> yes. It's going good. Thank us. you. Yeah, we're, we're doing well. We feel very yeah. powerful, right, Alan? Well, nothing might change for you because you've had your blue checkmark for a while, but for me- Lost it for a little bit. 
I feel like I'm just uh, be easy, Slee. I can take it away too. No, no, I know. <laughs> Trav is asking me like, what kind of grease does he need to serve? Coffee? Coffee's kind of expensive. <laughs> oh yeah, we know you know. <laughs> All right, so uh, the first statement. I'm going to start in a different order than we usually do. I'm going to start with Alan this one, obviously, because Why? we got to go in, in order of importance. <laughs> sure. All right, so we're going to go. Uh, Travis deserves a blue check mark. Uh, Alan, Patrick, Cap. Now, Travis is a nice guy. He really is. Family man. Raising his kids, cares about what his family is doing, uh, yes, is there for no, all of the yes, yes, yes. is there for all the <laughs> Michael's baseball games. Yes. Um, I'm gonna go fact in this one. I think he does deserve it. I think he's done enough with the company, but I think not until 2025. Can I have yours? <laughs> We're gonna wait a couple years before he gets a year and a half. He gets a check mark. We're just gonna wait. Chris, fact, but I can't do it. But here's the thing, like <laughs> this final dangling check mark. There could be a bat. This could be like uh, the Lord of the chat. Flies for me. The, is it the conch? Yeah, he's got the conch. I'm putting the paint on my eyes, yep. and I now could. It's, you guys, I, does this make me piggy? Am I the one that gets? No, slaughtered? I'm just glad for a change. I'm not being called piggy in this analogy. <laughs> Fact, you do deserve it, but Mace, I think, wants it more. Well, right. I believe that to be true. Taylor. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think if the other talent on the station has check marks, and Trav should have one as well. But we only right. have five. <laughs> well, then nobody should get one. Oh, that's Thank that's you, an Taylor. interesting theory. Mm. But we have to give John Ireland one because of the Lakers relationship. At least that's what they're saying. And Sedano probably has one from could have one from ESPN. No, if you notice, right. like ESPN work people for don't happen. ESPN. Right, right. <laughs> ESPN doesn't like Ramona doesn't have one. Mm, oh really? Like, okay. Everybody's okay. Looking. I like the company that I keep in with Ramona. That's good. <laughs> I, I, that makes me feel a little better. All right, I guess Travis, you can answer. Obviously not. <laughs> I mean, I, they, like I've, you've heard me say a million times, Em. Right? I don't go by what people say. I go by what people do, and I don't have one, and everyone else does. Therefore, I don't deserve one. Okay. All right. So Tottenham Hotspurs are Sleeper. not doing. <laughs> But Slee's the Lakers pre, post, and half. <laughs> Lakers talk tonight. Lakers talk at seven. Special That's edition. I walk around telling people, blue check mark. Playoffs. You got one. You should get like a medallion, like Dylan Brooks had. You know, he had the big DB. You should just have a blue verified check mark around your neck. Or a PS for playoff sleep. <laughs> That's right. All right. So Tottenham Hotspurs are not doing too great this year, uh, and they lost to Newcastle. And like it was, the game was pretty much over in the first twenty minutes. So Tottenham fans who travel to Newcastle are going to get refunded for their ticket because of how poorly Tottenham wow. played. So you have a game <laughs> in which you wish you would have gotten a refund for. Travis, Fedor Cap. Every Angel game I've ever been to oh, where Otani on. didn't pitch. Come on, man. <laughs> Not back when Wally Joyner <laughs> was playing necessary? first base. Wally was pretty cool. Was he first base or third base? First base. First. Yeah, yeah, first Wally base. Joyner, little JT Snow, little yeah. Tim Salmon era. My guy, Jim yeah. Abbott. Jim Abbott, for sure. Was Wally Joyner known more as an Angel or a Padre? Angel, I would think. An angel. An angel. I, can't I have an little. argument. I have a buddy of mine went to college with. He grew up in Anaheim, and every time... <clears throat> He says Wally Joyner. I'm like, yeah, the Padres. Like, he's an angel. <laughs> and for years, we've just went with that. I mean, nah. he went to a World Series with uh, the Padres. W- w- Wally's, Wally was an angel. So Wally's world. You had Wally's world in Anaheim. So, uh, no, look, you get what you get. It's kind of like opening a, sc- a scratcher or whatever. You never quite know what it is. You buy your ticket. You hope for the best. But you usually, usually get what you paid for. Well, it's those kind of analogies while you don't have a blue check mark. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't really have one. I don't think. I've never. Oh, that's had, much better. I've never really invested money in <laughs> I, things I don't I enjoy. Don't, I don't have one. Awesome. Well, I was <laughs> too busy knocking Enter- yours. Enter- <laughs> I know. I know that's your your gift. 
to just tear down that you're a misery profiteer. I understand this. I went to the Richard Nixon Library a few weeks back, and I didn't enjoy it. I wish I had that $26 back. Okay. It's pretty It is a library. No, but like the Reagan Library is incredible. Did they have a plane? They don't have a plane. They have a helicopter. Reagan has Mm. the plane. All right. But there was a lot of propaganda in that library. A lot of spin. A lot of spin on- (laughs) Wasn't as bad as you think it was kind (laughs) of stuff. It's his library. You know, Al? I'll go fact on this one. It's every Charger game that I went to at Qualcomm Stadium in the playoffs- (laughs) where Nate Kading missed field goals or Marlon McCree got interception, decided not to go down, and the Patriots ended up winning that game. Uh, a lot of Charger moments at Qualcomm. I would appreciate that money back. Taylor? Uh, yeah, fact. I think any Kings game I went to from 06 to present was uh, pretty awful to attend. I, I, don't think I, see a, I don't think I saw a win during any of those. By the way, the amount of times that I talk about lighting the beam to friends, and they're like, how do you know so much about the Sacramento Kings uh, process? I'm like, oh, we got this guy who works with this Taylor. He's the Kings fan. Yeah. In L.A. The only (laughs) (laughs) Is there Uh, like a Kings bar where everybody gets together? Taylor? Not that I know of. Okay, like, hey, no. Hermosa Beach. We're there's every other team and every other sport has one. You gotta maybe you should start one. You, you know there's a Chiefs MC. bar. You know there's, there's a every, Steelers there's bar. bar. Yeah. There's a probably a Jacksonville Jaguar bar somewhere here. Settle down. <laughs> All right. So Timothy Chalamet uh, is filming a commercial in New York City uh, for Apple TV, and it's be- being directed by Martin Scorsese. So a video though came out yesterday with Timothy Chalamet using the word period with Martin Scorsese. So it was like, oh yeah, period. So, my statement is, you know what period means. Morales, factor cap. Cap, I don't know. Okay, Al? Fact, I'm going to say it means, like, it's done. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Trav? Like, time peri- like a time piece, like a period piece kind of situation? Nope. Uh, Taylor? <laughs> uh, I think it's, like, end of discussion, right? Discussion's it's, over. It's kind of like that, but it's like, oh, right, sweet, period. Like, that's like, you can be like, that's agreeable. It's like, go off, period. You know, it's like, we're moving yeah, on. She owned it, period. You know? I'm more confused. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. Is it like bet? My kids a say little, yeah, bet. Yeah. It's a lot like bet. Okay. Like, now oh, now oh, I get yeah, it. I'll period. explain it to you later, Slee. <laughs> you know what it means? Okay. Yeah. That's what it exactly. means. Oh, yeah. bet, bet, period. Okay. Sick. All the same. Sick is another one. <laughs> I say sick a lot. All right, so uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry was at the game yesterday, and they also were featured on uh, the Kiss Cam at one point. So you know what you would do if you got caught on a Kiss Cam. Taylor, Patrick Cap. Also, I'm assuming you are next to a person you are interested in or together with. I think I would kiss them. <laughs> Fact. All right, Trav. I've been on the Houston Astro Kiss Cam a million years ago because there were like – I don't know, 3,500 people in the ball game, and we were the only ones kind of sitting near the dugout. So, yeah, like Taylor said, you get the little heart-shaped window on yeah. the screen. They put kiss cam up, and you turn to your significant other and give them a little little peck. On the cheek, on the lips? Oh, no, we're, okay. we're not going to go cheek. It's not my grandmother. <laughs> I'm like gonna... a Middle Eastern kiss. <laughs> One of the cheek. Hey, it's not like a family hey. kiss, right? It's just a long time. You grab I'm going to make him an offering. Yeah, not, we're not getting it started, but we're also just, you know, we're just. Getting we're, it started. We're, we're, we're just, Let's you know, get it we, started we like each here. other. Morales? Uh, fact. And let me tell you something. If Sliwa was sitting next to me, guess what's happening, Slee? Yep. yep. You know what's happening. <laughs> yeah. When two become one, as uh, the great Spice Girls just said. Mm-hmm. Period. Period. No, not no. I'm going. Get the cheeks. I want people to think we're closer, closer than just friends. As another group once said. 
<laughs> you got to participate for the crowd, for the table. <laughs> Al? Um, yeah, fact. We just going, you know, going for a kiss. Kind of play <laughs> play along with the whole thing. You know, maybe even uh Maybe try it. She would off a bit, be like, "Oh, ham it up!" Like, "Oh, hey, do you want me to kiss her? Do you want me to kiss her?" It's not a bad idea. It's got to be all so spur of the moment. But yeah, I play into it. And then play people go, it. "Is that playoff sleep?" <laughs> all right, one last one for you guys. So, why is he having a beer during the broadcast? <laughs> <laughs> Bed Bath and Beyond. Oh, uh, oh is already love this. Rip. Already love this. Rip. It's very sad. I know we all oh, have our feelings is. about Bed Bath and Beyond. And, well, what'd you but, think she was about to say? I don't know. I thought she had something. They're closing. Well, I might it was be the on only my rundown this morning, Alan. Yeah, I might Alan. be the only one that does not know that Bed Bath and Beyond and is I'm closing. I'm the one without a blue check mark. <laughs> well, it is closing. Okay, twas on my uh, my rundown. It's been on the but... news on your phone for like three weeks that they're getting ready to close. It's uh, but uh, the coupon. Oh, I got no bad idea. news for you, Mervins and and Montgomery Ward. How's Gone. Blockbuster stock? <laughs> right, exactly. So um, the coupons that you have from Bed Bath & Beyond usually don't expire, but they expire tomorrow. Oh. Okay, so you have only today to use your coupon if you if you need to. So, But you keep coupons for a very long time. Trav, factor cap? Uh, does a gift card count as a coupon? Yeah, I'll count it. Yes, then I keep them forever. That we have a like a you know like back in the day baseball cards would come in those little plastic sheets that you could put some things in. We have a bunch of those with gift cards that from Blockbuster and B Dalton booksellers that we never got around to. And I bet you anything, I got a Bed Bath and Beyond in there as well. So yes, we keep them forever. Ross? No, not really. But I did keep the Bed Bath and Beyond ones. But I was sad. You know what crushed my soul when winnings and things went away? Good remember winnings and things? Yeah. And now I'm very sad about Bed Bath & Beyond. But when I really think about it, I haven't been into one since like 2017. So maybe that's why they're <laughs> having the, the issues. <laughs> it's the Morales bump. Al? Easy now. <laughs> you went there. I didn't. Cap. Definitely no. Extra stuff. Coupon. I just don't. I, I never did anything with them in the past. Maybe because growing up, my mom used to always have them around the house. I'm like, she I want to get rid like, of this. accordion style folder. Yeah, thing. I remember those. Yeah, everything was there. They kept everything. I'm like, expired three months. We got to buy two more boxes of Cheerios to get the discount. <laughs> well, that was the Dell. Do not get in the line with the lady that had the accordion thing yeah. at the yep. grocery store. She was going to be there 20 minutes going through for. Extra and if eight it expired, cents. it's like, oh, it's only been a month. They I could talk to them. With yep. the checker. <laughs> can you, can you get the manager on. over here? I want that eight cents off of lemon jello. Taylor? <laughs> can I just give you the dime and can you please move through the, Mom, the it's order? a bar of soap. Just let's Ugh. get the soap and move on. There's a line behind us. Fact, yeah, I hang on to the CVS ones for a long time and it seems like I only want to use them when they've expired for whatever reason. Oh, how about you mean when CVS? the receipt comes out? Oh my God. And it yeah. just keeps printing. They give yeah. you a bunch of coupons. And I always say like, I'm going to do this because I see something like, oh, I could use a new thing of Vaseline. <laughs> and then I never do. Yep. Sorry, that and was a bad example. No, no, it's a, it's a good example. Thing you know you're out of Vaseline. <laughs> it's a good example. That was I didn't mean. There's three dollar a dollar off Vaseline. Of and, all the things uh, you could buy at CVS, that's well, because what I got a dry foot. I, I do use sure. a lot of Vaseline on my foot. Yeah. Sure, just I one, gold just one of your for feet. that dry yep. foot. I think it's an issue that only my right foot is dry. I put a lot of my weight on the right foot, and yep. I wear flip flops all the time. Gold mm -hmm. bond. And this is what we could get if we did Ask Morales one day. <laughs> See, <laughs> but I can't do tomorrow. No, we we got a big sales summit tomorrow. What time? Liar. Ten to four. No, that's was, not a joke. I was, I was also on the rundown last week. <laughs> the sales summit. Yeah, did you do, see my email about that? Let's do. Yeah, but I mean, we, we go after the show, anyways. Just hang out. If you tell them ten forty-five, I just got to do a quick little ask Morales. What are they going to tell you? No. Say it's a sales call. Fine tell you no. for you. Yeah, for you. You're going to do uh, it we got tomorrow. It. We got let's Morales. Let's go. By the way, they're going to love it.
the listeners are already going to start tweeting you. Yeah, at Travis Rogers, at Helen Sliwa. Send him in. But I'm only right giving now. a f- six minutes. We'll take six. Okay, you got to pick Go up eight. your pace. Go eight. Yeah. So we'll, you're going to have to get through it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> it's up to Slee at this point until I get my check mark back. It's all in Slee's hands. Lakers got a chance to close it out tomorrow night in Memphis. Do they come home ready for the second round? Or are we going to get another AD conversation coming out of it? That's next. Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. 10 minutes in front of 12 o'clock on a live imaging Tuesday. On Travis, it's Lee, a Lakers celebration Tuesday. Thanks for moving the mic when I'm trying to set up. Get, somebody get some WD-40 in. It's not my problem. Bam! Be sure to search YouTube ESPN LA. You can watch the show live. Don't forget, Saturday, June 10th, the Commerce Casino Mandy Awards 2. Go to ESPNLA.com right now to vote. We need the votes, people. You gotta vote. If you're a Travis and Sliwa listener, you gotta vote for Travis and Sliwa for show of the year. Host of the year, you don't have to vote for these guys, but you gotta vote producer of the year. Why not? Producer Emily. Travis and Sliwa listeners. Nah. Associate what do you mean, pro- ah, don't just give me that. Why Associate not? producer of the year, vote for producer Taylor, and hopefully we're gonna get a performance at the Mandy's too from producer Taylor. Why should they not vote Only for, they us vote for host for of the year? Yeah, I'll take host of the year. Nah, I don't think you're ready yet, Slee. Why not? I'm gonna don't. go back to your why nots here. Why not? It's a good question. Why not? ESPNLA.com. Vote see, early, you don't vote get often. an answer, it means that they don't have a good answer. It's like, like a piano in the dark. It's, like, it's like when you're playing a piano in the dark. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Taylor, I want that song at noon. I just feel like hearing it. I think that was Brenda... Was it uh, Brenda Carlisle? I don't know. Piano Belinda Carlisle? Belinda Carlisle. Not Brenda. Used to date Dodger right fielder Mike Marshall. Really? Yes. Number five. Number five. Check you out. Look Listen, when you. it comes to 1988 <laughs> check, LA Dodgers... Check you. Number five. I would have got that wrong. We'll go over Steve to the other Sachs. side. Two. Three. Brenda Russell. Tommy was two. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Three. Yeah, sorry. Go over to the other side. Brenda Ron, Russell, yeah. Ron oh, no, Mitchell. Ron, Ron's the Ron, you could say, um, what you could pick a high school and just say, <laughs> what number is, he He's probably knows man. Michael's number. <laughs> he probably knows it. It's Travis and Sleep. Love songs on the coast. This is kind of mellow. Yeah, it's a little piano in the dark. Brenda Russell on a live imaging Tuesday. Brenda, that. Brenda Russell on. did not I, I date left the you, Dodgers. I left on purpose, I left a second there for dramatic, and you step in there and then stop, step on the post. How do you guys do that? You've never listened to DJs? I've never heard this song. I don't no. know what's coming next. You're gutless, Merles. You're gutless! <laughs> for the table. Bam! <laughs> for the table. Everybody just says one little phrase. For the table, gutless, bam. Emily comes in off the top rope. Party, party, with oh, the party. Bam. Party, party, oh, party. What was the other one? There was a day of the week that he said. We were, was it Sunday? There was Jean Morin. Jean. Jean Morin. Jean Morin. What was that thing on Jean's elbow last night? What was that? I don't know. That looked like someone had sewn a baseball underneath his skin. That was Bro, weird. This like dude a- is, you know, you, you want to like appreciate certain athletes, and John ja Morant is basically playing at maybe 40%, 50%, whatever he's playing. But at the same time, you're watching this guy, and I'm like, you can't do this to your body this young. You, know, you think of some of the other play- – like Derek Rose I use as an example. There's guys that everything was about – I'm just – I spend most of my time – off the floor, like I'm up in the air, whether it was the charge AD took, the charge that Braun took where he basically does a somersault in that midair. bananas. And then he just gets back up and goes, and you could tell there's a couple times he's like holding his hand. Are, are you not grimacing watching this guy? There's times, and you just talked about his elbow. God bless him, but. You know what it makes me think of? We don't have a guy that does that. 
I want to see an eight footer from John Morant. I don't want to yeah, see no, the guy no, get watch, off the ground like that. Watching him play against your team is scary because he's completely, you know. But you're like worried the, for him. Yeah, he reminds me of Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade was another guy that was in the air the whole time, on the ground the whole time, and ultimately he stopped playing like he that. He changed his he game. He did, and that's why he ended time. up playing 15 years or whatever yeah. it was, yeah. and Derrick Rose did not. I mean, mm-hmm. I know he's still knocking around, but yeah, yeah. not to that impact. But when you see that guy, look, he was in agony. I know. Right? He's got that thing on his elbow. Every time he'd land, when you'd watch somebody pick him up, they'd kind of pick him up by the forearm instead of the hand. And I'm seeing it going, we don't have somebody that does that. We, we have guys, I know LeBron's playing on, on that bad foot and all yeah. these things, but just this, you know what, blanket. I'm just going out there 10,000 miles an hour. When he tried to jump over LeBron, that could have taken them both out for the rest of the series. And he just doesn't give a damn. He's I Jaw needs to grow up. Jaw needs to figure out, you know, what he wants to be in the league exactly, other than just a really good player. Yep. Does he want to be the leader on that team? Yep. But he doesn't give a damn. He went at the the best player of his generation and he's tried to throw it down fearless. over his face. He's completely fearless. Fearless. He's not afraid of getting hurt. He's yeah. not afraid of landing on that wrist. He just he goes at it at full speed, whether he's 50%, 90%, yeah. 100%. I don't know how many guys we have on our team that would do the same But let thing. me just say the same thing. It doesn't mean it's smart. It doesn't mean he should be doing it's that. It's the way he's wired. Smart, not smart, anything. It's like telling a guy not to hit the wall in the outfield, right? Some guys just play like that, and you can't really get it out of him. John Morant's going to the basket. The The idea and the concept, like you mentioned Dwayne Wade as an example. Guys will also adjust in their career. Uh, let me use Jordan as an example. Jordan, when he first started, everything was high flying. Not that he wasn't, but he kind of changed his game. He he went started going to the gym more and saying, "Okay, I got to bulk up a little bit." Like there was, you you progress in your career, you find areas that you can be better. I just don't want to see John Morant. I worry about a player that is that fearless. Sometimes it works for you, other times it works against you. He missed a game because he was fearless, right? He missed game two because. He is jumping, trying to jump through people or jump over people. Give me a guy that cares. Give me a guy that's willing to take a chance. Give me a guy that's willing to put himself, his body on the line. Is it sometimes going to backfire? Sure. Yes. But as opposed to a guy that's the opposite of that, shall we say, Mm -hmm. you can have that dude. You you can have the guy that's overly cautious, that's always grimacing and wincing and falling down and all. I I get it that you want to be strategic with what you do, but give me the guy that's willing to put it all out there as opposed to a guy that is not. I they, I'll take that every single time. I get it. I understand it. I I it just uh, it's a it's an interesting series so far. You got th- up three to one. I, I think at times like it, it's funny. It's over, right? The the three to one. I know we were talking about it a little bit earlier. It's yes, nine, I think 95%. it's over, but I don't think it ends tomorrow. You don't? You think it comes back? I think it comes back. How come? Um, Memphis will play desperate. Memphis will play. This is it, right? There's nothing left for them. They're a good home team to begin with, so it's not like um, it's not like them winning a game at home would be a big surprise or a shock. They've been in these games. It's not like they weren't in the game yesterday. Uh, it's not like they weren't in game one. So it's not as lopsided as a series as it appears, 3-1. Like, it's not that lopsided. For it to end in five games, for Lakers to win two in a row in Memphis, um, listen, if they did win tomorrow and they wrapped this thing up, that's really, really impressive. That's really impressive to go back to Memphis, win two in a row. Of course, it can happen. But my natural tendency is to think that they'll be back here for game six. They'll wrap it up on Friday. 
that they have an opportunity to do that when a first round series is the seventh seed in five games seemed like a pipe dream a few months ago an absolute pipe dream and yet here we are and we might get something that has literally never happened in the nba and it might happen twice in the next couple of days that's coming up next it's travis lee 710 espn